Well, as long as you have this, we're not used to that. We're used to the opinion that everybody has to have a little piece. But this is um, uh, this is Reb Yonason. He says that in theory, everybody could have one, one for all, one big family. It's just an interesting concept. Yeah, that's a. That's actually consistent with other korbanos. The other korbanos zrika is the thing that's massive, and if you don't eat it, then you. Right. I was thinking, well, maybe you get like a tiny, tiny. No, he sounds like even if you don't get anything, I don't know. It's, uh, uh, it, well, first he says you don't have a kazayas for everybody, but does everybody get like, you know, like I, I do that? I don't know. I don't can't speak to this. This is it. Uh, but he says it's not not essential. He says everybody could bring one. The show could also call it Ezerbein and the kikola kahal kulim shochtim could the entire congregation be shechting? Balo enu shochet el echad. You can only have one person doing the shkita. Elam mikan. From here you see shekol yisrael yotzim pesach He says the whole Jewish people could do one purim pesach. So according to that view, shliach bekachim and nole. Where? How are we going to know that you can have a messenger for you? Uh, he needs it for that unique drasha that Korban Pesach doesn't require everybody to have a kazayas. So the Lord says, Mina, well, how about from there? Why don't we learn two things from there? Learn out from there also. The one guy's shechting it for everybody. So the Lord says, But there, he's doing it for himself. So since he's doing it for himself, he's doing it for other people too. It, it, that's, not, it, that's not the pure shlichus. Shlichus is, where I'm not, I'm doing it totally for you, and even though someone else is doing it, I, it's considered like you did it. But if I'm doing it for myself, maybe once I'm doing it for myself, I can do it for other, other people as well. That's not such a good proof. That doesn't prove shlichus, because that's different. The isle shlichus begavai. Shutfis, Rashi. Daha kola kahalhu. It belongs to every, he's part of the congregation. But just to send somebody who, let's say, already was Yotze. He already did the mitzvah. So he can represent me? No, he can't represent himself. How could he represent me? Here's the source. It says that uh, by Korban Pesach, over there, uh, that one person can take for the whole family. So you can be a shliach for your whole family. The same thing. So im kain tre kralamali. Then what do we need two psukim to teach the exact same thing? So here we have the rule im enu inyan. Im enu inyan is the concept that we have two things that are extra, and it's true that in both these cases, uh, it's not a perfect shlichus because he's representing himself. But if you already don't need to know that he can repre- he can represent someone else when he's representing himself, im enu inyan. If it's not needed. Um, for uh, where leheka uh, de shaykh, tenai leinyan leheka de lo shaykh. Then use it for uh, where it's not needed. That's the. Uh, uh, so therefore, there is. A, basically, it's true that there's a shlichus where he's representing himself. But since there's two psukim, one is to tell you you can send a messenger. When he represents himself, he can represent you. And the other is even if he doesn't represent himself, he can represent you. There's only one problem, Morris says it's not extra. Again, that you can, it's only when something is extra that you can use it to teach. Uh, if, if we want to use it to teach that you can send a messenger, it's got to be extra. But it's not extra. We need it for Reb Yitzchak's teaching. What's Reb Yitzchak's teaching? It's got to be, it uses the word man. Um, the reason why is it has to tell you that it has to be an adult. 
you can't be a minor. So Umar says, well, we have another place to Hahu We have that from there. So uh, we don't need to learn that drasha from here. Therefore, it's extra to teach you that somebody can be your shliach. Yeah, but there's another drasha we need. What about um, somebody shows up late to Seder, right? He's too late. He wasn't counted. Um, he forgot to make his reservation. So you're going to have to shecht another Korban Pesach just for him. And uh, how do you know that you can shecht a Korban Pesach? Like, we get the whole idea. Pesach's all about a big group. A family, Klau uh, Yisrael, right? It's all about a big group. What about if you want to bring your own Korban Pesach, just you? That means you've got to eat the whole animal? <laughs> I guess so. Well, you have to eat the whole animal. I want to make my own kiddish. That's right. There's always that guy that wants to. <laughs> right. so, uh, so how do you know that you could do that? Uh, that you can shack the Korban Pesach basically for one person. So uh, the Gemara says, So if you, if you need it for that drasha, it's not extra to tell you shlichus. So then how would you know? So the Gemara answers, we don't agree with that opinion. Some of the main shokness, if we, don't, we say that we, don't, we can't check the Korban Pesach for one person. Uh, the Korban Pesach, by nature, uh, has to be done for a group. So what does that guy do? He's got to bring the Korban Pesach. Pesach Shani, I guess. He he's, right, he's got to find someone else to join. He, he was there. I mean, he just, it was his own negligence. No, he, he, like, he didn't make a, you know, he wasn't part of a couple of it, it has to be a group, yeah. It has to be more than one for a Korban Pesach. And for Pesach Shani, it doesn't have to be a group? Oh, I guess he, it is, but he'll be able to find more people. He's not late yet on that. He's got a month to figure that out. Wait, does it? Pesach Shani has to be a group also? Um, well, if the, I guess if you hold Pesach Rishon does, I imagine oh, I this opinion I says that... that all the halachas are not the same by Pesach Shani. You can have some, but you just can't eat your Pesach with someone, right? Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know about Pesach Shani. Okay. El ahad omarib gido omarab and ayin shushu So we've set up an elaborate set of psukim to teach you that you can hire a messenger. And uh, we've assumed that these, that's what we use it for. But there's another opinion out there. That's Rav Gittel. He says, you learn shlichus from a different set of Pasuk. It says, um, over there, by the heads of each tribe, represent the tribe. They're a shliach for the tribe. They bring the various korbanos. So that's the source for shlichus. So why do they use that Pasuk? Why doesn't he learn from here? So the Gemara said, Would you say that over there, that's a, over there was talking about that when they divided Eretz Yisrael, so the head of each tribe went and represented the members of their tribe. So uh, that, that's, that should be an ideal source for Shlichus, though. Only, there were only 12 heads for the whole Klau Yisrael, and they were our messengers to, when they did the lottery, uh, to divide up Eretz Yisrael. So uh, why don't we learn from there? Why isn't that the perfect uh, source? Why do we need our source? Um, so the Gemara says, but uh, is that shlichus? Over there, they represented minors. Minors can't be represented. They, they're, uh, they're, they're not able to appoint somebody for shlichus. That had to be a different vehicle. 
Ella, so how was it that they represented everybody? There was no, for uh, somebody who was an orphan, who could, had they, they had, how could they represent him? Ella, Kihaida, Rava, Barhuna. Over there, it worked with a different mechanism. What's that? That went with what's called Zerkola Adam Shalobafanov. You can represent somebody else as long as it's a benefit to them, even without permission. Shlichus is, sometimes it may be a benefit, it may not, but he's hired you to do something, and you need an adult to make you a shliach. He has to say, I want you to represent me, do this for me. Zechus is a different thing. They're giving something away for each family. I'm going to get one for you. I'm going to be zochot for you. They're giving up Eretz Yisrael. They're divvying it up, so I'm going to be zochot for you. So um, this is a famous discussion where the zechia works mitam shlichus or not, right? That's the... Uh, uh, that's a, uh, it's a, but, um, yeah, yeah. There's certain words, there's certain discussions out there. But shlichus is representing you. Zechia is, is an idea that is that when a person isn't there and you know that he would want you to do this, the Torah gives you the power to jump in and help a fellow Jew. Shlichus is not jumping in and helping a fellow Jew. It's, uh, I can't be there. I'm asking you to represent me. I'm almost giving it over to you. It's a, it's a different mechanism. So, uh, the, so, that's, uh, so again, our question was... With, we spent the last day sorting out the laws of somebody representing you, and we quoted this source over there, but the heads of the tribes, isn't that a good source? So we're saying, no, that's not shlichus, that's chus. So, um, let's see. Um, yeah, is that logical? Why? What do you mean it's chus? Not everybody is happy, believe it or not, with what they got. There is going to be somebody who's not happy when they got uh, divided Eretz Israel and they gave every every single person their land. Now, uh, can you imagine? Like you know, there there are always going to be people that are not happy, no matter what. I mean, like you know, I guarantee you, tomorrow there are some people who are going to say the air conditioning is too cold, and some people are going to say there's not enough air conditioning. It's, it's always going to, and they're all going to go over to you know Riley Tendler and yell at him. You know, it's going to be the same within seconds of each other. It's too hot. It's too cold. Why? You know, it's the same. So when they divided Eretz Israel and each person got their land, uh, somebody's going to say, you know, why did you give me this? Uh, you know, so how could you say it's a schos? I wanted a mountaintop. I, everybody knows, like, you know, for water reasons, it's better to be high up, or I don't want to be in the valley, because some people say, no, I want to be in the valley. I want more water for my crops. Lonely, I don't want to be in the mountains. But, but guess what? There, there are mountains. To, some people got the mountains. So uh, then, uh, how does it work over there? If it's not as a messenger and it's not as a skus? How do you know that when orphans divide up the estate of their father, they're too young to speak for themselves, Bezdin can appoint somebody to divide up the estate for good or for bad. So the Morris said, uh, uh, we understand why for good. Why would you want somebody to do something bad for the person, to give them... Uh, uh, say, all right, represent them and, and get them junk. You know, basically, you have to give in order to get, to do the best job you can. So, uh, how do you know you could do that? 
basically they're the um, they're going to attempt to do what's good, but you know what? It, it, uh, for some people, it may not be good. Um, yeah. The dividing of Eretz Yisrael in the times of Yeshua, where they divide, okay. they, they sent the leaders. Let's do a Rashi. About eight lines up. We are going to appoint somebody to go to court and complain for them, for their benefit. What happens if it doesn't, uh, if uh, the, the court doesn't see it their way? And they, they end up having to be liable. You know, the, the, you do your best to represent them in whatever way they can. Back to Gemar. When orphans come to divide their parents' estate, based in appoints uh, lawyers or representatives for them. And they choose, they do their best to pick what they view as in the orphan's interest. And if the orphans grow up and they're not happy, they can say, well, we're not happy, we want to re-look at this. Reb Nachmedide himself said, Imigdila, no. He said, that if they grow up, they can complain. Deem came, my koyach based in Yaffa. Why bother representing them if it's going to be undone? So now is a famous question. Is, is there a concept of, um, of, of reviewing the court's thing? Is, is the court's ruling final? Or uh, do you say, ma based in Yaffa? If we're going to go to court and do it, that means we've got to accept it. Or no, every now and then, uh, people can decide that it needs to be re- Readdressed. Appeal, that's correct. Is there a concept of my koyach based in Yafa? So, so apparently there are two opinions. Does he hold? If it's true, if you can appeal it, so then what's the purpose of doing it in the first place? But Tanan, we went the following. So sometimes when you want to, um, uh, a person has a low, uh, owes money, and he wants to pay back, and he doesn't have money, but he has things of value, a piece of land. So he has the court evaluate the land, give an appraisal of the land, and then based on the appraisal, he <coughs> pays back the loan. What happens if they got the appraisal wrong? So we have a rule. Shum hadayanim. If the court appraisal, shepikso shtus, is more than a sixth off, or it's either a six below or a six above, then mechron batal. If they made, if they goofed more than a sixth, then there's no tolerance for that. It has to be re, rejudged. Rishin Gamliel says, no. Uh, he says, Mechon Kayim. You leave it. Why? He says that uh, otherwise, then what was the purpose of doing it? You have to at some point accept uh, this concept. Um, so, uh, yeah. I wonder, why, I wonder why they wouldn't accept that concept going into it. Like, that's, going into it knowing that you don't have an appeal is different than going into it knowing that, you know, if I don't like it, I can... Right, right. I guess the question is that what what is the rule going in? Is there such a concept or not? Do we right. automatically if they in the future or there? Yes. Right. That's right. So uh, he seems to agree over there uh, that uh, that uh, we don't have an appeal. So does he say my and does he not? So 
It's not a difficulty. It depends. How to tow, how to low tow. If they made a mistake, you can appeal. They didn't make a mistake. They just did their best, and you don't like it. You can't appeal. Yeah, who, who's going to find the mistake? <laughs> <laughs> so the horse said, so if they didn't make a mistake, so then how could you complain anyways? Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. They didn't make a mistake. So, what, so the horse said, Yocho Limkos Baruchos. You yeah. could have said, I like the other side. I like the shady side. I like the other side. Let's see Rashi Baruchos. Misha Nafal If you get the southern part of the land, I would have preferred the northern part. I, for some reason, I've, I've got other lands. I like the other side better. But it, really, they didn't make a mistake. I, it's worth what it's, it's equal to what the brothers got. It's just uh, he prefers this one. Uh, so, uh, but that, that's this view, whether or not they made a mistake. Yeah. Moving on. Oh, Reb Nachman. Achim Shekohu, when brothers divided an estate, how, what's that mechanism, really? We had, this, we had a little bit of this discussion before. Let's say there's a, a father has a business and he passes away and there's two sons and uh, they have to divide the estate. And uh, how, do you, how do you look at it when they say, all right, I'll take this and you take that? So that's like, are they, are they really, each one owes half of everything, but I, I, I can't have half a horse. So I'll take half, I'll, you give me your half of this horse, and I'll give you my half of the other. I'll take this car, you take that car. I'll take this, I'll take this piece of land, you take that. It's basically buying and selling. That each brother, when they dis- agreed to divide, since they jointly own everything, and now they're separating what each one has, that's called buyers and sellers. So, brothers that agreed to divide in the state, sometimes they don't divide it. They, they take the business together, they, and they run it together, and they split the profits. Other times, they separate everything. I'll take this, you'll take that. So he says, when brothers divide, we look at that as if they bought and sold to each other. And the same rules of buying and selling apply. If one of them got ripped off, you know, they, they some older brothers, they always, you know, they always they, they they take it. how to divvy it up? Yeah. The brothers. The brothers, yeah. And then, and then the younger brother sees that his older brother gave, he gave me this car as a piece of junk, and the other car was better than he got, and so he, he wants to complain, right? So can he do it? So, pachos mishtos, if it's less than a sixth, so just like buying and selling less than a sixth, you can't, uh, you have to accept. Yes, ashtos, if it's more than a sixth off, if it's exactly a sixth, so the deal is good, you just try to return the extra, maxer enough. So Amar that which we say less than a sixth, you got to accept it. It's it's the deal's on low shavi shliach. That's only if you didn't appoint somebody to do it for you. If you paid money, yes, I, those are my words. But if you you hired a professional person to do it for you, and he went and he lost you a six, less than a sixth, you could say I sent you. To, to represent me correctly. I, you, were, you weren't hired to lose money for me. Below Avisi. And so the, if you actually hire somebody, there's no tolerance for mistake. Uh, uh, and that which we said, more than a sixth, the whole deal's off. That's only when there was an agreement beforehand, like Michael said, we're going to accept whatever the court says. But if they said, we're going to accept whatever the court says, Mekrin Kayim, then it's good. Uh, like we learned. Uh, if the court was more than a sixth off, Mekrin Baltal's first opinion says, no good. Rav Shimon Gamliel says, Mekrin Kayim. 
because they agreed to accept the court. And this rule that we said, we're seeing it's very nuanced, this rule of when you can... That which is six, you've got to return the extra. That's by movables. By movables, there's a set value. This is how much the, the current market is. Al-Makarka, everybody knows that by land, there's no... Um, it's all location, location, located. Land doesn't have a set value. Some people, for a different piece of land, goes for a different value. It's a... Different people have reasons why they wanted that piece of land. Ain't no no the karkos. There's a rule by karka. We don't say that you overcharged. I paid more than my neighbor. Um, the Morris says, even with land, that's only if you didn't divide by measure. Uh, my, mine costs more than yours. That's the way it is. I, I, mine's closer to the shul. Mine is the, I, I like mine better. I paid more for that. I wanted to be close to this neighbor. But what about if they measured wrong? I was supposed to get an acre, and I got less than an acre, all right? So then, then you could return, then, then there is cheating. If you were supposed to have gotten 10 acres and a mule, and you only got nine and a half, then, uh, so you could say, well, what do you mean? It's less than a sixth or whatever that you got cheated. But there, it's be- there you could change uh, the, it's one thing if land is worth a little more, a little less, you, each, each piece of land goes for its price. But if you paid for an acre, you got to get an acre. Uh, anything that's supposed to have a certain weight, a certain number, or a certain size, I feel me they are not even less than a six goes back. Because it's not what it's not what you paid for. It's it's raw, it's off. It's one thing if you paid a little more. There, there's always a certain some places things cost a little more, a little less. No, that's what that's that's a marketplace. But if you if you're supposed to get a pound and it's not a pound, you were cheated. So even if it's less, it's not what you paid for it. Tanan, um, that which we learned the following. So um, Now we're going to go back to the, the, the questions about being a messenger. Let's say uh, you had a minor child, and uh, he uh, carried the torch for you. And um, he, he was uh, bringing a torch over from one place to another. And meanwhile, he burnt down the neighbor's field. Uh, so, uh, that's a cotton. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't, it almost sounds like you did it on purpose. You sent. There should be a whole nother like um, anti Gamor to let us know how these guys conjured up all these conditions. Like for every single mustache. Wow. Yeah. So, now either you sent it via a deaf mute. Um, the, uh, the Germans, Yamakshima, when they. Um, uh, they wanted to, uh, Hitler wanted to take over power from the German parliament, so he put an insane person and gave him some matches, and then they accused the communists of setting fire to the Reichstag, and that was the, that was the, that was the Shota, that was the, that was the, that was well known, that was what, and so based on that, he took the government down and said, we have to have the enabling act, and that was the first uh, beginning of the problem. So, but it's basically you're sending the fire in the hands of a person who's not liable, who has no control. So really, over here, that you can't charge the you can't charge the imbecile or the minor, but but on the other hand, you who gave them the matches enabled them. You should be responsible. Uh, in the heavens, they're going to blame you. Very scary on the day before Yom Kippur to talk about what they, uh, because 
because uh, sometimes in the heavens they they are uh, they have a different set of ways of looking at things that you know maybe even though down here you're not you're going to get off up there not so easy that's part of the time you have to sort out whatever it is you did internally now you have to worry about peripheral collateral yes yeah that's that's really scary um now if the, you gave the torch to an adult so that's his problem, Pekayakayev. Uh, and he shouldn't have done that. I, why don't we say, you put him up to it. That's different. Because there's no such thing as, there's a shliach ledvar mitzvah, but there's not a shliach ledvar aveira. Uh, you can't have him do a sin for me. Well, that's, his, that's, his that's his cheshbon. You know what I'm exactly. that's, that's not even a good case, because... I didn't say go burn down his field. That he did because he's a klutz. So why it's not even doesn't even fall into shlichus. Um, well, what if you did? You told your farmhand here, go burn down my neighbor's field, my competitor's field. What if you were complaining field. to him that gosh, this guy wishes his farm would burn down or something like that? Then, I said, then that would be shlichus. What I'm saying is the way the Gemara uh, no, said so this, this, this could be even the way Michael has it. That you you said oh, you know this this guy's like causing me clues, trouble, and yeah, so uh, yeah. I'd really like it if somebody would. Uh, would march on the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, just stop the vote. <laughs> so, but some people say, actually, these people were adults. I they I never told them to go do that, right? So, actually, Divrei Rav, Divrei Talmud, me showman, if. Um, uh, you know, the, the, what's the reason because God says not to do it. And it's a student, somebody else said to do it, they shouldn't have listened to me, they should listen to the boss. Uh, so therefore, if, when it comes, to, um, uh, it comes to sins, a person can't say, someone else told me to do it, or someone else put me up to it. You, you have to be, you, you should have listened to Hashem, Va uh the more says, Well did uh didn't we learn the following? Shliak Shlosa If the Shliak didn't do what he was sent to do. And um let's say um you had uh uh several animals and you wanted to take one to get shechted, and he took your holy cow and got it shechted uh instead. And so normally if you take a Corbin, if you take Hegdish and you shecht something that doesn't belong, that's a sin of misappropriating. That's called me'ila. But uh, he, he, you didn't want him to take that one. He got the wrong one. You know, with, it, it's not funny, but there, there's, um, there's different Sifrei Torah, as we all know, in the, in the Arun. And there's, there's, usually there's, they're rolled to different places. Every now and then they get the wrong Sifrei Torah. Mm-hmm. And it just was the last Shabbos or something, you know. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, and... <laughs> You know, even though there's a sign on one, and even though everybody should know, uh, it, it, it's still. Yeah. Yeah. They took out Baira. Yeah. We had a long. Yeah. The Russian show. The Russian show. No, so so uh, the the rule is though, um, people make mistakes. You know, they get the wrong one. So somebody you wanted him to do this animal, and he went and he got the one that belonged to Hashem. He got the Corbin one. So we have a rule. So uh, he didn't do what he was supposed to. So he's in trouble. If he had taken it and you had asked him to do it, so then you'd be in trouble. If he took it, he's in trouble. Then you're in trouble. So But if he did what he was told, then the owner's in trouble. Why don't we say this rule that 
um, it's it's not your fault. He did the sin. Right. So Lumar said, Shani Mila, this particular sin of Mi'ila, we learn mi truma, my truma just like you could make a messenger for taking truma, af mila shab For if you ask somebody to do something for you and he does it, here we don't say in We say you get the sin. So if you asked him to to take the cow and he got the wrong cow, um, so uh, we would say uh, that um, uh, in, we would say that you you have a, you have to bring a korban mi'ila. You are guilty now. Um, but the logic here is because you can make a shliach to make something kodesh, to, to make a truma. So therefore, when he does something wrong and he steals from from Hexus, mm-hmm. then you're also culpable. Correct. So why don't we get that logic for every shliach? You can make it. Uh, okay, right, right, right. So it, apparently it's only by here. We'll have to see why we don't learn out from here. Let's do the Rashi. This is an accident. This is Shogit. This is an accident. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see Rashi in the middle page. Shliach shalos tishlikuso. Gabe hegdish koi. We're talking about hegdish. Shayo edslo mos hegdish. You had holy money with you. Vita kasavr shein chulin. And you thought... You didn't realize that these, this money was consecrated. You said, here, go to the market and get me a shirt. And he went and he got you a talus. So in that case, he didn't do what you to, what he told them. And he didn't, you didn't ask him to do this. But if he bought you the shirt and not the talus, I didn't want a talus, I wanted a shirt. So again, if he did what he was told, we're saying here, it does work. And even though it works to get you in trouble, over here by Mi'ila, we say it does work. So my, uh, Dr. Yafi's question, and they lift me now. So let's learn from here. That if you send a messenger, you're in trouble. So Lamora said, Because these, is, uh, Steve uh, Lerner's favorite drasha, these are two suvim that come together. And any time you have two things that come to teach you, so that's telling us that these are, are not sources to learn everywhere, but only these two things. So Mila, so basically uh, we're saying there's a concept of shlichus, that you could send somebody to do something and it's as if you did it. And then we said, but ain't shlich ledvar Normally, if it's a sin, that's not like you did it. Each person is responsible for themselves. But we said there are two exceptions. And we said you can't learn from there because since there's two, it's only these two. One of them is Meila. And that is if somebody takes your property and goes and sells it or does something with it and he takes something that belonged to Hegdish uh, and, and you put him up to it, so uh, then you're in trouble, even though he's an adult. But by Mi'ila, we don't say in Shliach Veira, that goes to you. So uh, that's Mi'ila. The question is, does he have any sin or is he like, I didn't do it. you know, I was just fully representing you. I, I was your... I was your attorney. I had no, uh, you know, I, why should I get in trouble? I was just, you know, I was just representing you. So that's yeah, Mila. He could have not, he, that's not. He'd have to take on, uh, I didn't have to represent you. That's yeah, right. right. This is, is going to get me in trouble. I won't do it, right? <laughs> right, that's right. To do what? To hire a mess? Uh, to hire someone to show all of his competitors. And, and then he says, it wasn't my fault. They should have known not to kill. That's, 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 that's correct. Well, we won't be able... We, we won't kill the guy that sent them because he might have done in Dinah Shemayim what he did was not right, but we hold the person who, who actually did the killing to be liable, not the one who hired them. Yeah.
So that's Milan Mila Hadami. Where's Shlichashad? What's the Tanya? The following. I'll call Devar Pesha. So this has to do with if you're asked to, to watch other people's animals or things, and you, you appropriate, if you took something uh, and um, uh, you took it for your own use, and uh, whether you're responsible. So it says like this. I'll call Devar Pesha on on any expropriation, even if you didn't actually take it yet, but you just said you weren't going to give it back. When he comes to ask for his sheep, I'm going to say, what sheep? I'm sorry, your sheep is not... Uh, so uh, even, once you think that you're going to keep it, you're in trouble. No, you had to actually go and send forth your head. So the said to Namar, doesn't the verse say, I'll call Devar Pesha? And anything, even if you didn't yet expropriate it. But the Pasuk says, if you didn't actually go and do something. What do you use for anything? Doesn't the Pasuk say on any, any if you had thought to steal it, you're in trouble? So Shiyoch ain't li Elohu. I only know if you did it. What about if you told your messenger or Lishlucho, you said, go and take that sheep and, uh, and hide it away or do something with it. It comes to, tell, that comes to teach you in this case that um, they represent you. It comes out that there are certain types of sins that the Torah says you're in trouble even though you sent somebody else to do it. So again, we have Me'ila where somebody take something uh, of yours and that's holy and unholitizes it, takes it out. And the second one is, uh, if, they, um, if you're watching somebody's animals and you expropriate, you take it for yourself, even though it was your messenger, you're going to be liable. So the Lord says, Hanikala Beis Hilo. So like Beis Hilo, it's very good. Uh, then we have these, these are two times that we say, Yeshliach Ledvar But according to Beis Shammai, Demukim Lahai Kraba Makshava Kamaisa, who learns from this verse, that even if you just thought to steal it, now you're liable for anything that happens. Nay, lift me now. So it comes out then, then there is only one uh, case of ein shliach ledvar, of yesh uh, So let's learn out from there. So we'll stop here. Uh, uh, right now, in the middle of this discussion, is there more than one case where we say yesh shliach that there is a messenger that the one who sends him is going to be liable? That's, that's, their argument is just thought versus action. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right? That's correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I'm hoping everybody will vote for me for any questions, any suggestions that I've made during here which either confused the issue or I'm hoping you're mocha me if I didn't ex- it didn't learn it well enough and didn't explain it and I, if I had done more effort it, it would have it's it's my fault a lot of Gomorrahs are they, if they didn't come out well it's because I you know it wasn't a, I'm sorry I wish everybody Mark Simatova good good event sure. Wow. Yeah.